Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer, cause I pump things like that, Jack. On the off the track, I'm heavy, cuz ball to your father. You what up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Rudy Yes, sir. Yeah, it's been the one and twos. We are broadcasting. Casting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. They have two locations here in San Antonio with their newest location being located out in Alamo Ranch. They have a drive through at that location, so make sure you check check them out. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the sports crime. 736-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we didn't discuss on yesterday's show or that we discussed on yesterday's show that you didn't get an opportunity to uh, call, you can parlay that over to today. We just have to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to a phone calls accordingly. Also, just the uh, programming note, of course, at the top of the next hour, we'll be joined by James from Sharpside. I think he's coming in today. He's going to be giving you a promo code for a free card this weekend for the playoffs. So he'll be uh, discussing some of these games and let you know what that promo code is. And then on uh, Monday, we'll be off uh, because of MLK Day. So we'll be off Monday. So we'll come in here on Tuesday and catch a recap of the uh, divisional round weekend and whatever else goes on the weekend, sports-related. Other than that, what's up, man? You ready? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? Ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. So today, of course, we've got the divisional rounds to dive into. Uh, We'll be talking about that mostly uh, throughout the show. Uh, We've got that going on. Like I said, James will be here in the top of the second hour uh, with his uh, breakdown and discussing some angles on the games. Also, we've got um, steady off-the-field NFL news that are uh, happening and developing. Um, a couple of hires that have taken place since the last time we spoke with you. The Jets have uh, hired defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Um, you know, this is his second year going through rounds of interviews. So this year he landed a job with the Jets. So they've been offensive-minded, <clears throat> you know, and then they went – uh, they went defensive-minded back-to-back with uh, Rex Ryan and then, you know, uh, Todd Bowles. And then they go, you know, offensive with Adam Gase, and now they're back on the defensive side of things. So mm-hmm. they make their hire. Uh, today uh, it's official with Urban Meyer. Uh, he got introduced to the media, I guess, through virtual, how they're doing it these days. But uh, in Jacksonville and, <clears throat> you know, Urban's uh, – type of guy that nothing really happens by accident. It really sounds like a guy that's been planning this or entertaining for a while, but it had to be the right situation. 
And you know, he said the first he said the first pick of a quarterback or whatever they're going to do. He said the first pick. He said it's going to be one of the biggest decisions in life in his career. Uh, um, I mean, and, yeah, because it's the start of your legacy in the NFL. Like he's cemented as a great coach, college wise. But as far as your NFL legacy, it's I mean, you miss is going to be a rocky two, three years. Mm-hmm. You hit. Who knows? He said that really the game, there was a couple of things interesting. He said, he goes, you know, the game has changed. And uh, he said the college game has changed. It's not it's not the same when I was at Bowling Green or Utah. And he said, you know, really college, I don't see it, you know, anymore. You know, the NFL's always intrigued me. I try to tell Salami that. Um, but he said he's there and making <laughs> no, no, not yet. Well, not will, though. Um, I will, I will tell you that. You know, he's with Con, the owner of Jacksonville. I mean, he's had different things, uh, different ways he tried to go about running this franchise since he's gotten it. But I'll tell you, um, from whatever thing I'm hearing is that, uh, you know, Urban has like full, I mean, he's going to be part of the GM hiring process, but he has pretty much control of. Uh, how he wants to do this thing. So he's also the GM. Is that what you're saying? Well, he's they're gonna hire a GM, but he's gonna be he's gonna have input of the GM. So whenever I hear that coaches who have the input on the even the GM hiring, that lets me know that's kinda like they do have some type of say so really into the personnel. But I know the discussions were already took take place in regards to what they're going to do with the number one, even through the interview process so with Urban. He didn't tip his hand on that. He just said, we'll no, see. No, the game has been getting. He said, I, he goes, honestly, I don't throw the word out loosely. He said, but when I look at this, he goes, there's a lot of elite quarterbacks in this draft. He said a he goes, lot? He said it's D. He said he thinks there's a lot of elite talent at this quarterback. So he doesn't, you know, uh, he's, he, threw a through name. He, threw the B, he threw the BYU kid's name out there. He's Urban's very masterful at that, but, you know, I do not think it's a foregone clues, a conclusion that they're taking Sunshine. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you know, most likely it's going to come down to that. I mean, you're going to have these discussions. Uh, you know, there's been surefied number ones over. I mean, look at the hype Tennessee was having, the University of Tennessee, when Peyton Manning came out, and there was a, still a discussion coming down to the last hour of him and Ryan Leaf. I mean, so nothing yeah. is nothing is set in stone really too much with these top picks, especially with Urban. But the situation has just lined up perfectly for him. I mean, it couldn't have been a better situation. $70 million, $75 million in cap space. Oh, okay. Um, number one overall pick. They have some other picks. So, really, uh, he hits the ground going in regards to do it the way he once said. He said he's always looked in the NFL. He said, but for the last six months, I really studied it. Well, to me, Sundays look more and more like Saturday, so I think it's perfect timing. Uh-huh. I mean, we've talked about this for years. I mean, now we're in the we're coming to an era now where everybody, nobody wants a QB that's not mobile. Before that, uh-huh. used to be a strike, like oh, well, he runs a lot, he runs a lot. Now everybody wants a guy that's mobile. But when you look at the, I mean, even before he got hurt, Joe Burrow has some wheels on him. Um, Josh Allen has some wheels on him. Herbert has wheels on him. Of course, we don't even have to talk about Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. Oh. Russell Wilson can scramble if he needs to. Aaron Rodgers can get out of the pocket when he needs to. So everybody's looking for a guy that can that can actually be mobile now. Offenses are blocking more like Saturdays. They're more play calling like Saturdays. Running backs are used like Saturdays. So what happens on defense? Now your defense is starting to have to play that way as well. So to me, it's perfect timing for Urban. He's not coming from that era where college and NFL were like polar opposites. He's coming from when they're kind of like a gumbo. 
So to me, it's perfect timing for Urban to get here and possibly have some success. Also, uh, what else we got going on? We've got um, other interviews being take place too, as well. And you said that there's still no Eric Behenemy. I don't. Uh, there's no hire, right? He ain't been hired no. by nobody. Okay, just making sure. three uh-huh. jobs down. All right, we got the Jets is gone, Jaguars is gone, and the Falcons uh, named the Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator their head coach. So three down, no B enemy. So you might get your wish, Cal. What's my wish? That he don't get hired. No, I didn't say oh. that. I wish he does get a hire. I no, wish he okay. does get I didn't a know. job. I can't Because everybody's pushing for him. And, I, I mean, <clears throat> that's that's the deal. Um, we'll see. I mean, so we've got – you said we've got three places filled, the Jets, the – Falcons. The uh, Who did the Falcons go with? Um, Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator. So they made that official? What I read this morning, it was official. I, if, if I'm wrong, let me know. Okay. I, I mean, I know that they were um, – yeah, they might be. I thought he was just getting interviewed. But anyway, so you're saying Atlanta, uh, Jacksonville, and um, what was the other the one? The Jets. The Jets. So we've still got the Texans. The – who else we got? Detroit. Have we got Detroit filled yet? No, but about an hour ago, Ian Rappaport tweeted out that Detroit's number one target is uh, Glenn Rose's own Dan Campbell from the Saints staff. Really? Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell. Said they can't, he's emerged as the favorite. It can't be official yet because he's still, uh, there's something going on with his contractual agreement with the Saints. Yeah, and um, there's an offer to Arthur Smith, but it's not official. As far as going to the Falcons. Okay. It's not official, but they've made him an offer, and he's the Tennessee Titans coordinator. So that ain't official, mm. but I can't see why he would turn it down, but we'll see. Mm. So Dan Cam. Dan Cam. Did he used to be the Cowboys tight end? Yeah. Yeah, wow. won a Super Bowl with the Giants. Went to my high school. Look, you had to throw that in there. <laughs> Glenn Rose's own. <laughs> I was wondering where Glenn Rose was. Oh, he's so. the most famous person out of the 3,000 that live there. Did they already have wow. a shrine of him at that high school? Not quite that far. No, had, not a shrine, but like he oh, there, went he's here. got his own trophy. Okay, case. that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah there we he's go. Got his own trophy. Okay. Case. Wow. Wow. So Dan Campbell, old Cowboys tight end, is a head coach. Well, well he could the, be. He was the interim coach of the Dolphins a few years back. That's as right. Well. Yeah. So he does have. I mean, now he's a yeah. He's close been to a, a decade. He's of paid some experience. dues. Mm-hmm. Mm. Won a Super Bowl with the Giants. Mm. Speaking of Cowboys coordinator, the, uh, the Eagles are still, that's another one. They're still asking permission for Kellen Moore, waiting on that. I'm telling you, the more and more you look at the Eagles, the more and more you got some Jerry and Steven up there. To me, if they go after Kellen Moore, they're looking for somebody that's just, hey, you call the plays, we'll do everything else. They're looking for, mm, looking for they're that. looking for a puppet. Because my thing is like, if you weren't looking for a puppet, then you just let Doug Peterson do his thing. He just won a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson didn't want to be a puppet. Doug Peterson didn't want to be a puppet. Let me ask you, was it was Andy Reid a puppet? And hey, things people change, Calvin. Clearly, look, I, you forget me and you. We got people that are connected that say, hey, Jeffrey Lurie is making makes football decisions. Like, be clear. Like, I mean, that may have not been the case under Andy Reid, but over time things change. Like, hey, man, it's working for Jerry. Jerry making money hand over fist. I need me a couple puppets, too. 
and I say Carson Wentz, I've spent hundred million dollars on him. I want somebody coming here that's just gonna coach him. Hey Sam, didn't they? Uh, didn't Philly? Was it confirmed that they had asked Oklahoma permission to t- talk to Lincoln Riley? Was that? Did they make that official? I never saw that it was confirmed, but it got okay. a bunch of smoke. Okay, he'd be a puppet too. Lincoln Riley ain't nobody. Lincoln Riley ain't nobody. He ain't won no national title. He'd be a puppet too. I, I'm not gonna. Gr- I, I can't go with you on that because I'm okay. not gonna. Because because when you when you'll you start see. when you start talking Stephen we'll when you start talking Stephen Jones and Jerry, there's nobody that's even similar to try they to might do not what be they coming do. to the podium. But that this Jerry's G- in game plan meeting. This GM and this owner want say so because if that's not if that's not the case, Doug Peterson's still there. I think that Doug they wanted Doug to, to they be wanted a puppy. To, they wanted Doug to fire some of his guys and he didn't want to do it. In the quarterback situation, Doug felt that it was Jalen Hurts are going that direction and the locker room the way it handled. And I still think that they made him the Lee Harvey Oswald. I think that they made that decision to solidify their pick where they were going to pick in the draft. So they told him to do it, but they told him to fall on the sword for it and then really, oh, we'll talk to you, see how this goes. And basically they showed up to the dinner meeting and say, hey, this is how it's going to be because I think he has somebody in mind. A puppet, though, I, I have to, you know, a, I don't know how long, a decade, I don't know how long Andy Reid was there, but I don't, I don't never look at Jeff Lurie looking at – when you say that he has to have somebody okay. answer to him, because then really what, the fan base, they the, make the, make the, Kellen Moore make sense. The fan base, well, because it goes along with the whole thing. I couldn't make Sean McVay make sense. I couldn't make uh, Cliff Kingsbury out of Texas Tech make sense. I mean, Kellen Moore. First of all, Kellen Moore turned down the job to go head coach at Boise just a few weeks ago, just probably about a month ago, they tried to get him. That's his alma mater. So evidently, his agent and himself got a circulation in the league that people think he's the next mind up and coming, and they want to give him a shot. That's what makes sense. It's where the NFL's at right now. That's the way That's okay. the way I look at it. Trust well, me, I'm not saying it's a good hire if they get Kellen Moore, but it doesn't shock me the way the NFL is right now. Like I said, I couldn't make sense of Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, at least, at least Kellen Moore's been there a couple years as an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Offensive coordinator of the number one offense in the league last year, too. Well, that's for the last two years, then. Then they've had the number one offense for the last two years back to back. Compare somebody with Jerry and Steven as a puppet at the same time. Then, the the then why fire Doug Peterson? Because you got differences, to go with man. Because it's just that. I mean, that's like, hey, that I want to get. When you don't let your coach, when you don't allow your coach to pick his starting quarterback, you're looking for a puppet. Well, hey, well, not, not necessarily that's if it's it. financial that's decisions, and I disagree with that. That's we got ludicrous. some Jerry spreading that's his germs out throughout the NFC East. That's ludicrous. <laughs> Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. Sports Grind Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. So let's jump right into our divisional round coverage, weekend coverage presented by the Thompson Law Firm. Keep in mind, if you're injured in a motor vehicle by an accident and injured or by 18-wheeler or commercial truck, you need a lawyer with 20-plus years experience to get it right. Thompson Law Firm is here for you. Call Jason himself at 210 900 400 
Again, that is 210-900-0400, or you can go to their website at lawyerforyou.com. That is the Thompson Law Firm official sponsor of the Sports Crime. So um, the first game up on the docket uh, tomorrow is um, Green Bay and the Los Angeles Rams. That That gets things going. Yeah. Um, to me, like I've been saying, um, you, ain't you know, giving Green the Bay a shot. No, that's crazy. They're the number no, one I seed. I mean, they've, you know, like I said, they pretty much got uh, two double digit win seasons back to back in Lafleur's, um, you know, young tenure, two years at Green Bay. I just feel that, you know, they kind of answered those questions a little bit for me in their win against the Titans when the Titans traveled up there uh, toward the end of the season. Uh, another physical team they were able to get done and handle with. Um, for the most part, um, you know, that's kind of what I'm waiting for this group to do, led by Aaron Rodgers and, um, you know, their defensive coordinator, uh, Mike Pettin. I'm waiting to see them do this in the playoffs. I just feel like I've been saying all week, if this game is in L.A. or at a neutral site, um, to me, this the Rams are as, as a whole even, even better. With, even with golf hurt. I think golf is is injured, but I think golf is probably getting a little bit better with his hand. Now, playing in about a 25-degree climate is not going to make that hand feel that much better, especially if you even come down on somebody's helmet, you take a sack, you land on it. Um, he's not 100%, but I think due to, the fact, due to the fact that a lot of their running, they, they run the ball well, but I think a lot of their running is short little handoff passes out of the backfield. And really all golf has to do is is not turn the ball over. I mean, the Rams have the best defense uh, in the tournament left. Um, you know, I think their defense will allow them to, um, you know, keep control of the game. And I think really what the, you know, even though the Rams under McVay has been a team and you got to think, you know, kind of for this weather, and kind of really just who that's they would have to go through in the NFC, speaking of the Rams. You know, this year in the offseason, McVay made a decision to run out of a lot more three tight end sets. You know, uh, two tight end sets, excuse me. You think he, and, took, and, you think and, he took some food off of Goff's play? You think he felt like he gave him too much last year and they overwhelmed him? Well, I think no, but I think McVay came a little bit over, kind of predictable a little bit over the first his first rookie year head coach and then the Super Bowl run that I think, you know, running out of two tight end set and lining that up, it gives them different, you know, formations. And that was one of their biggest additions this year that allowed them to be a little bit more successful and offensively than they were even last year. Because a lot of people thought they took a step back last year. A lot of it had to do with injuries. No Cooper Cup, which I allowed it to when he went down. But at the end of the day, uh, he's he back. spent a lot of time on Cooper Because Cup. he's a big part of what they do. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. 
Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Dude, man, he's a big part. That offense is totally different without him in there. But I just think that, you know, the question to me is how, you know, how healthy is Aaron Donald? That's the that's the big question, too. You know, how how effective is he right. going to be uh, with obviously some type of rib injury? Uh, but, you know, Green Bay's the number one seed, but I do feel like this is probably the worst matchup out the gate for Green Bay uh, coming out the gate, especially coming off of a bye. Because, you know, you had a rhythm there going. Uh, you know, you were still playing a little bit playoff mode because you were trying to sort to sure up that number one seed. And then you have this bye, you take off, and then you have a team that's coming off of beating their division rival, and they're coming into town. And, by the way, they're bringing the number one overall defense uh, into Wisconsin as well, too. Yeah, they only give up 190 yards passing and less than 100 yards rushing. Speaking of the Rams, that's uh, that's impressive. Green Bay's got to have a good day from Aaron Jones from the running back. Well, that was somebody, regular season. I'm giving those yeah, regular season numbers. They, they've got to have a good day from him, and I think some they're going to need an unsung hero, somebody else to step up and find the end zone and do the Lambo leap. And besides Devontae Adams, they they think I don't I don't see the Rams let Devontae Adams slowly beat him. That's all I'm going to say about that. But we'll see how it plays oh, out. No, though. no, no. I mean, that's he's going against Jalen Ramsey. But like I told you yesterday. Seven, eight catches, 80, 90 yards. Devontae will eat. Jalen Ramsey is not Deion Sanders or Daryl Green like you're making him out to be, but he's very, very, very good, and he's the best in the game. But he, it's not like you can't catch the ball on Jalen Ramsey. No, I, I'm not saying that's that. That's Devontae Adams. I, We're not I, talking, you I'm know. I'm not that. saying that. But you got to think, most of Devontae Adams' matchups are won even before the first snap is gone with Aaron Rodgers. What do you mean? Because he's just that much bigger than most of the cornerbacks he goes No, against. he ain't bigger than Jalen. Okay, man. <laughs> he's not right. big. Okay. Jalen's a big All dude. All right. Okay. Jalen is a And big it's a boy. lot harder to get off the line of scrimmage against Jalen Ramsey than it is some but of these other guys in the, the, in, the AFC, in the NFC North. He's going up against an elite route runner this week. DK Metcalf is a monster, strong, can jump, can move you. He's not a he's not the route runner that Devontae Adams is. Devontae Adams will be able to create his space and get his. DK Metcalf says a lot to learn. No, I don't think he's going to totally shut him out. But keep in mind, Adams is not going to be running across your screen freely, looking at end like this way. This is a, like even though I think Devonte Adams is a you know a uh, step guess, up in the receiver. It all depends on Aaron. If Aaron but, looks at the tape and's like, "Yo, I ain't messing with Jalen." No, Aaron's going to take. No, Aaron's going to challenge him. Okay. Aaron, I mean, Aaron played against the Legion of Boom and he challenged Richard Sherman a few times back when Richard was on his game in his A game. I'm. Just just telling you, Ramsey allows the Rams to do what a lot of defenses can't do, regardless who they face. Just and that's island. what taking that field in half and letting those other and cheating that safety over and those other corners over to take care of whoever. And that's kind of what he does. Adams will get his catches, but pretty much he's going to have to exhaust some energy in a chill day in Green Bay, Wisconsin, <laughs> fighting to get off the line on, uh, you know, uh, the cornerback there and, J- and Jalen Ramsey. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And the tail of the 
the tape, the reach. You know, in the NFC, in the NFC North, he got a bunch of receivers. They ain't got that much reach. You know, Chicago, Detroit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't got no sure, reach. Sure, all right? Sure. So that's just the difference. And keep that in mind, sense. he saw Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, he saw, excuse me, uh, DeAndre Hopkins a couple times this year in the NFC uh, West Division. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by Mean Green Windows, where quality window replacement meets incredible affordable prices. Give them a call. The number is 210-946-9449 or visit them at MeanGreenWindows.com for a free estimate. And if you mention the Sports Grind, you'll get 15% off of any current promo price. And they have that is Mean Green Windows. Official sponsor of the sports crime. All right, so that's my thoughts on Green Bay and LA. Who you got? Um, well, I don't I mean not spread wise. Who you think okay. wins? Um, I like. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna roll with Green Bay. They're at home. Only like you said because mm-hmm. they're at home. Um, because of Jared Goff. Because if Aaron is able to muster some points. I don't know how Golf's thumb is going to react, especially if Green Bay is able to contain the run somewhat. So I'm going to go with Green Bay because of the elements, Golf's injury, and Green Bay's been playing really well. I could very rarely really see the Rams pulling this off and upset-wise, but due to the fact of Aaron Donald's health and as Golf, yeah. I would say that I keep I'd say I don't Green know how, Bay. I keep forgetting about Aaron Donald. I'd say Green Bay in a close one, and and I wouldn't be surprised if we come in here Tuesday talking about the Rams playing the NFC Championship game. So that's how I see that one. Um, the next one up after that, um, you know, tomorrow, uh, even tomorrow night, it's prime time, and that's uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, that game's in Buffalo. We know about this Bills team and, you know, them breaking their playoff streak and things like that, and they haven't played a game this meaningful, um, you know, probably in the last 25 years or more at Orchard Park in Buffalo. Uh, but, you know, the Ravens are coming in this one. Lamar Jackson, I think, has lifted a big weight off his shoulders uh, in regards to, you know, getting that first playoff win last weekend. And not only that, he did it from behind because that was the narrative as well because uh, I know you had brought that to uh, the attention over the last few years that, hey, he's going to have to prove that he can win a game from coming from behind. He did that. And uh, he got that out of the way. And and really, you know, I think Buffalo, if you t- if you ask me to say one weakness about Buffalo right now that could get them in trouble, especially in this game of going forward, is the lack of the running game. They really don't have a running game. They rely a lot on Josh Allen and his arms and what Diggs and Beasley could do. Uh, Beasley's not all the way 100%, but I think, you know, with them losing their running back last weekend, the one they had, um, they just have struggled really to have a consistent running game. And I think, you know, in a game like this uh, with Baltimore, because I think Baltimore is going to have a little bit better secondary. They've got a better secondary than the Colts. Um, they're more physical. Uh, they don't really give up the big plays as much as what Indy does back on the back end. Uh, so Baltimore with their running game, um, you know, uh, with Lamar, it's it's one of those situations where Baltimore is kind of in a good spot. I mean, B- Bills are a hell of a team. I mean, that's kind of everybody's quote-unquote biggest threat to Kansas City, but they're going to have their hands full uh, tomorrow night. 
Yeah, and then you also got to factor in. I mean, it seemed like last week, after that that horrible throw in the first quarter, that horrible interception Lamar threw, he kind of settled in and took what the defense gave him. But um, I don't, I don't. The Titans don't have anybody. I mean, I love AJ Brown, but he's no Stephon Diggs. So, and AJ Brown was able to get free quite a, quite a bit last week, and he was able to put in work. So that secondary that you speak of, as far as the Ravens go, they're gonna have their hands full as well. And I do like Peters and those guys back there. I do think they're physical um, defense. But the thing about it, the Ravens also have to worry about Josh Allen. He's not he's not four two four three Lamar Jackson, but he does his thing. So he's a part of their that running game that you say that they're lacking. And to me, sometimes with these teams like Buffalo, when you when what happens to you last year, when they're playing the Texans in the playoffs, they're up. And Josh Allen admitted we got comfortable and you lose. When you get you got past that game last week against the Colts, that kind of gets that monkey off your back. And I think they'll play a lot looser than they did versus the Colts and they did versus the Texans last year. They're home, they riding momentum. I think I think I'm rolling with Buffalo on this one. Okay. But um, again, I, I mean it's tough to call, man, because the Ravens are a really good football team, and the Ravens are just as hot as Buffalo. Ravens, um, I want to say the Ravens won six, six in a row, mm-hmm. six or seven games in a row. I don't, I don't know. I lost track. And Buffalo's won a lot of games in a row as well. And, and but I just feel like Buffalo, it's their year. They're like they're like this year's Rams a couple years ago. It's the, it's their year, you know. They got the they got a good match. They got right. a good they got a good coach, and they got a really and they got a quarterback that could be elite one day. So, and Stephon Diggs really just opened up everything for that offense. Their defense isn't as good as it was two years well, a year ago when they were mm. in the playoffs. I think the defense took a couple steps back this year, but luckily the offense exploded and it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't as glaring. But I like uh, Buffalo, man. I think they got the monkey off their back last week. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Baltimore on this one. I think you know the the Ravens because I, I think because I think I think the Bills really the only reason why the Bills are playing this week is because Frank Wright had his off day, the worst coaching job that he's had all regular season. <laughs> I mean, they're not even playing this weekend if he just kicks three points before the half. Um, you know, Phillip missed a throw on the on the fourth down goal. They went for it, kind of missed, was off on that particular target throw. Um, and I think the lack of the running game, I mean, and I'm going to give the edge a little bit more. Um, you know, Harbaugh's not going to make those mistakes. I mean, he has the best kicker probably to ever play in this league and, and Tucker. Oh. And, and I don't think he's going to leave points on the board. And Tucker's done it in inclement weather. You know, there's about a 40% chance of snow Saturday night. Uh, but I think when it's all said and done, I'm going to go with the Super Bowl winning coach um, and and the little edge on the coaching staff uh, and with Lamar Jackson. Because if I'm not mistaken, remember uh, Josh Allen. Because didn't Josh Allen and Lamar come out in the same draft? Yep. And Josh Allen, Josh went Allen way was before. the seventh pick, and Lamar yeah. Jackson was the thirtieth. Yeah. Don't think Baker Lamar's... Baker Mayfield's in this draft too. Yeah. Don't... So all three of those guys, isn't that crazy though? All mm-hmm. three of them same 2018 draft. Baker's in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's in the playoff, and um, like uh, Lamar Jackson also in the playoffs. All drafted the same year. Yeah, it is. Um, and you know, don't think Josh. I mean, Lamar Jackson don't, ain't gonna think about that because you know he was in the green room. Nobody was telling Josh Allen to go play cornerback or wide receiver. So um, I'm going to think that uh, Action Jackson has a lot of pressure off him. I wasn't tooting uh, the Ravens' tune, uh, horn down the stretch because I said they've got to show me in the playoffs. They showed me they can get that win 
last week. I think they'll have some type of momentum to keep building off of what they're playing. There's really not too much pressure uh, in them going into this game. They're the underdogs, um, and Lamar's got that playoff win under his belt. But I think when it's all said and done uh, in the fourth quarter, I just think Ravens are going to find a way to make Buffalo a little bit one-dimensional because at the, in the playoffs, I don't care what you do in the regular season. I don't care what stats you put up, what you got to do in the playoffs, You in the NFL, you've got to stop the run and you got to be able to run the ball. And Buffalo, you know, that's another thing. Taylor last week from the Colts in the first half was getting like five to six yards a carry. I guess this Buffalo oh, defense. They kind of went. They kind of went away. They from did kind of go away to, away from a little bit, and then you look at J.K. Dobbins and Lamar coming in. I mean, that's a different story. So I like the Ravens. Um, Nick Saturday Chubb night. in that draft in 2018 as well. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the Sports Crime Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Let me see you go back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It has three locations serving the far west side of San Antonio and Bear County. Texas Chair Liquor is conveniently located at 1604 Petranco, right at 211. And their newest location is now open at 90 at Montgomery Road outside Lucky Ranch. If you like them on Facebook, you'll stay up to date on their specials and tastings. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the sports crowd. All right. So then you got, you got, um, you got the Ravens and you got Green Bay barely, but you you kind of leaning toward the Rams, but you got the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So the more than likely, I mean, I know we'll get to it, but the more than likely you got Lamar versus Patrick. Yeah, the, you know, the Kansas City thing, which we'll talk about that, that's going to be a very interesting game to me just due to yeah, the we'll fact to that, um, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, but let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Yeah, Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, um, yeah, I want to talk about the um, Urban Meyer situation. Uh, you probably don't know, but I've got, I've got stats and stuff. I've got names in the background. Hey, kill the uh, background Meyer, noise, Mike. I can barely hear I you, man. You sound like you had a big crowd. I, I think he had his window down. Yeah, you have your window down? Is he gone now? Hold on, let me yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's a little bit better. Okay, yeah, you probably won't agree with what I'm about to say, but uh, I, I think I got some names to back up what, what I'm about to say. Um, I don't think Urban Meyer in uh, Jacksonville is a good hire, and the reason why I say that is because um, Urban Meyer, when you're in college, you have your pick and choose. You can go to different cities and states and pick out whatever player you want to pick out. And um, in the in NFL, you have a certain limited amount of players that you can pick and choose from in the NFL. And um, and he's not going to be able to do what he did at Ohio State in Florida. And like I said, I got three names that I can give you of failures, people that were successful in college and went on to the NFL and did nothing. And that's Steve Spurrier, that's Chip Kelly, and uh, what's his other guy? I forgot, uh, Bobby Petrino. Those are all three college coaches that were successful, go to the NFL and don't do anything. So – uh, I think that uh, 
uh, um, Urban Meyer's best bet. He should have went to Texas. I think he really could have turned Texas program around because Texas has a lot of good athletes, and I think Texas could have been a premier program if Urban Meyer would have took that job. I promise you in the next two or three years, I'll definitely call you back. I guarantee you if um, that he would have had more success in Texas than he will at Jacksonville, and I thank you for taking my call. Well, you name three. I can give you two that had success, and one of them is if he can have success, I think Urban Meyer can. And the first one's come across is Jimmy Johnson, who did it, and then Barry Switzer. And I think you know you know how I feel about Barry, but Adam still, they they made the transition. Urban Meyer is. I just feel that it's one. I mean, I don't know what Mike's personal thing against Urban Meyer. I mean, he's been called for the last couple of weeks not to get that job. I just think that you know this is a guy. Um, you know who knew who knew about Bowling Green when Urban Meyer was there? What was Bowling Green did at well, the I time? I think he's talking about who, these, who but he's did. talking about no, but it about the NFL. But there's right. but th- this is the thing. I go with like I go with players. I like what we do with players. There's certain guys in the NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball that could have played in any era. And I think Urban Meyer. You know, well, I'll tell you who was. You know, other than the robbery, the 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 holy war they fight up there between B, BYU and Utah, okay, the 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 holy war game. Who the hell knew anything about the Utes before Urban got there? No. What 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 draft was Alex Smith go when he went? I, I I think you know again you go from there and then Florida. I mean you know you follow Steve Spurrier, a guy that you bring up, Mike that fell. Steve Spurrier uh, was, I, I don't know if I'm going to use the word icon in Gainesville, but he was there. There was no tough, that no, was tough well, shoes to fill. He's an icon in Gainesville. Urban Meyer goes there, two national championships. Then he goes to Ohio State where he's born and raised around but the Cleveland area. But he said he would be successful at Texas. But so I think, I think he agrees with you about college. But I understand, but when I'm naming those, I feel like a guy like that, it just really comes down to, you know, in regards to these, when we talk about the Sabins of the world, the only reason why Saban didn't work out in the NFL is because they he didn't have the control and they chose Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees. If 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 Urban Meyer has, I mean, if 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 uh, Nick Saban has Drew Brees as his quarterback still Dante Culpepper, Alabama never happens, and Nick's has won Super Bowls with Miami and Drew well, Brees. But- I just think there's certain guys that I think. That yes, is there an adjustment? But I think if you get, like you said, the NFL game looks more like the college game. And keep in mind, when Jimmy Johnson went over to Dallas with with Jerry Jones, when he came and got him out of the U in Miami, remember one of the things building that team with them is that Jimmy had an advantage of, and it's even way back different than it is now, he was not too removed with the college game. And what did he do? He had a quarterback that he covered, that he recruited to Miami in Troy Aikman that went to UCLA. And when he got the job, he came out and he went and got Troy Aikman. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. When it comes to delivering customer support, there are some things you don't want teams to hear. Intercom's streamlined support platform clears up space for more organized workflows and peace of mind. Our business messenger uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Intercom. Less of this. And more of this. 
To learn more, go to intercom.com slash support. And that, basically, he was going to, I think it was Walsh at the time he was looking at, too. But Troy Aikman, and then you go get a Michael Irvin from you. I think Irvin's going to have an opportunity to sit there and have probably, and not even that, he stayed working in the around the college game with Fox and the analysts. Evaluate talent, and he's going to have say so with the GM. I think he, a guy like that deserves some benefit of the doubt. Well, I, I'm not going to disagree with you, Mike, but what I will say is, and I'm not saying that head coaches in the NFL don't grind, but I think he chose the NFL because college is a totally different grind. Like, you're flying around the country all year round, 365 days a year. At least in the NFL, there's somewhat of a break. I think that's why he chose it more than anything. I don't think I don't think his heart and his, his health allows him to, you know, have the ability to coach college like he and, used to. And I know, back to Mike's point, I think the other reason why he didn't chose it is what is it to him? Urban could go any college Division One and turn that program around and get in the Final Four. What challenge is that to him? I mean, it, he's never done the NFL. There's people like Mike saying it's bad. He should just stay with a dude. Oh, of course he got paid. I still got to hear the numbers. I don't know if they released the numbers yet or not. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcast here for the Rounders Car Clubs. We'll be back. Ricky Rose. There's something special right here. Excuse me. Just trying to enjoy myself. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, <clears throat> broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by GT Bets. Get in the game. It's game time. Don't forget to go open an account for this divisional round weekend if you haven't already. If you mentioned, if you fill out Grind in the promo box, they're still going to match your deposit. So if you deposit $100, that will get you 200 in the account. And don't forget to fill out your favorite team. You'll get that free half a point. That's GT Bets, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And right now we're going to be joined by James from Sharpside Sports Consultant. How are you doing this Friday afternoon, James? What up, Jay? Hey, guys, I'm good. For the uh, viewers, typically before a show, Calvin will give me a call. And we'll kind of go in depth <laughs> about, about what we want to talk about. Uh-huh. But these last two weeks, it's just been about 30 seconds. Just let's talk some football, and that's it. So I'm excited pretty to break much. down these games with you guys. Pretty much, pretty much. Well, let's start off with the uh, first one that gets everything kicked off this weekend, and that's the Rams going to Frigid Lambeau Field. We've kind of discussed this game in the first hour, uh, James. What are you looking at? What intrigues yeah. you about this matchup, and what 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 is the uh, betting public and the money? Where is the money moving on this particular matchup that gets the divisional round weekend started? So, what do you guys think is the most bet team this weekend against the spread? The most bet team, team I'm going to sit there and Go say the first. Tampa Bay Bucks. I you think Tampa Bay, and I'm going to bet. You said bet four. Yeah, like the most back team. The Chiefs. It's actually the Green Bay Packers. Really? So if you are going to bet the Green Bay Packers this weekend. Just know that you, your brother, your neighbor, your dad, everyone is going to be <laughs> on that bet with you. Um, but breaking down and looking at the numbers, so Aaron Rodgers, he's 36-21 and 21 against the spread when the weather is below 40 degrees, and that includes 5-2 and two against the spread in the playoffs. So just looking at the element standpoint, he has a massive advantage there. Goff hasn't played in cold weather much. He's a California guy um, through and through, uh, and he's only played in two games below freezing. One of them was, I believe, in 2018. might have been 2019, but it was against Chicago Bears. 
Um, he had a passer rating of literally 19 and had four interceptions in that game. So clearly he's not battle-tested there, and he also has a bad thumb, so you never really know how that's going to perform. So that's the element side of things. Um, as far as sharp money goes, sharp money is on the Rams uh, at 7.5 and, and at 7. There has not been any indicated at 6.5, so the value seems to be on the public side at that number uh, with Green Bay. Now, as far as like matchup-wise, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, J- Jalen Ramsey versus Adams is going to be the spotlight. That's what everyone's going to be talking about, right? We've been hearing it like all week. Number one wide receiver, uh, according to PFF, first the number five corner uh, according to the pff and people can even argue that he probably is the best corner in the game right now so that's no surprise but another thing you have to look at is the center for green bay versus aaron donald um now Mm. Lindsay is the best pff center in terms of production so having a legitimate pass blocker and rush blocker against the best uh defensive lineman in the nfl is going to be massive and i'm in the camp of Obviously, I faded them last week, right, the Rams, and I, I got my butt handed to me. Um, <laughs> for, for Really, and that's, I put that on Seattle's offense being anemic in the second half and me not thinking, or me thinking, rather, that they were going to make the adjustments they had in the first half rather than keep doing the stuff that caused them to be a terrible offensive unit. But if you look at who Los, Ranger, Los Angeles has played, they are definitely inflated due to this, okay? So New York Giants, they only allowed nine points. Washington only allowed 10 points. Chicago, they only allowed 10 points as well. New England, three points. Seattle, when they were anemic at home, only 16 points. And then they faced Arizona in the last week where it was the backup. I can't even remember his name. Do you guys, I mean, I think he was like Uh, uh, like an AF guy or something. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, you know, how good are they? Have they faced the uh, uh, offense of this caliber? You know, are they going to be able to handle the cold? So it's really interesting um, I'm going to wait to see where this value goes. Right now, I do think that Green Bay, even though the public's at it, but if it gets back up to seven, seven and a half, there's definitely an argument for on the Rams there. I agree with you. That's one of those things, and we've talked about it when we've had you on the show over these months, is regards to line value and when those lines first get released on, you know, so there's a personal preference to people, especially uh, people that really right. take into it in regards to if you're really liking the Rams, why not jump on it early when it comes out at seven? Because either way, it's going to get pounded from the public that likes Green Bay and brings that right. number down to go. So I agree with you. If it goes back up to seven or seven and a half, that's a no-brainer. But I could probably say and seeing steady at six and a half or dropping to six before tomorrow. Well, and, if if it, and, and like you just Damn, said, it, it? if you like Green Bay, you you got to uh, jump on Green Bay right now, right? Yeah. You're probably going to get the best number you're going to get. So for the listeners out there, if you like Green Bay, get them now. If you like Los Angeles, wait till kickoff. Now, also, a couple weeks ago, because uh, I knew really liked it, you came in with some hell of a stats uh, for Buffalo and their offense of kind of what they've been able to do uh, in regards to picking up first downs and stuff. And that's the team, that's the right. game that leads the primetime game tomorrow night uh, when Lamar Jackson, uh, Baltimore coming into town and taking on Buffalo. Man. And, you know, Lamar gets that big, you know, uh, pressure off his back in regards to winning his first right. playoff game. Game coming from 10 down. Uh, what did you say? A couple of seconds ago, I kind of questioned Buffalo running game in this, uh, but what is the public and what is the betting public saying about this matchup tomorrow? Well, first off, I mean, how big of a win was that for them? You know, like you just said, it takes all the pressure off Lamar. And not even that, Harbaugh went on and, and was quoted as saying that that was the biggest win of his career. Mm-hmm. He's won Super Bowls. He said that was the biggest win of his career. So that shows how big it was for that locker room. And that does kind of make me hesitant on Baltimore. 
because if you look on the other side, Buffalo barely squeaked out that win, right? They, they, if Indianapolis shot themselves in the foot, they could have easily won that game. Uh, so it's kind of different sides where Baltimore might be in a letdown spot just because they're like, all right, we just beat this team who we absolutely hate. You saw the emotion come out when they got the interception at the end of the game. And Buffalo's over here thinking, man, we just dodged the bull. Let's get ready to go. Now, as far as, as the, the matchup goes, the first thing, and I did talk about how awesome the Buffalo offense was a couple um, weeks ago, and yeah. this just kind of shows it. Their f- first five starting drives that Buffalo had, there was they started on their own three, on their own four, on their own six, on their own 11, and on their own 15. Awful, awful fuel position. And they still had two touchdowns off of those five terrible starting fuel position uh, drives. So it just shows that even they had their B game as far as, you know, getting out of the box, they still put up two touchdowns. Now, Baltimore, I thought, did a fantastic job of stopping Derrick Henry. But at the same time, you have to think they really did. They stacked the box, and they really forced that to be, you know, I think Tennessee really wanted to get that going, right? We saw that. They start, They kept running the ball on first down. They kept feeding it to Henry, and it just wasn't happening. So they did a fantastic job of stopping that run game. Now, it's going to be interesting to see, okay, how do they perform against the pass-heavy team, which is what we're going to see with the, ball, with the Buffalo Bills in first down. And then also, what's going to happen with the elements there? All right, is it going to be windy? Is that going to help Baltimore? Is that going to help Buffalo? You know, Lamar Jackson is a great running quarterback. Is that is the wind and the weather going to favor in his um, side, or is it actually going to go to Josh Allen, who literally grew up in elements, uh, playing in, in Wyoming in college and in Buffalo for the first half of his career? So it's going to be interesting. Here's a value standpoint for listeners out there um, to get maybe an in-game bet, because I'm, I'm on the fence of what to do here. I think the over has value just because uh, the, the rushing attack of Baltimore is so strong, the rushing defense of Buffalo is so bad, and combine that with a, a first down pass frequency that we see from Buffalo could uh, easily translate to a lot of points. But here's where I'm getting that. So Lamar Jackson, this is a crazy stat, is 28-2 when his team is up at halftime. Hmm. When he's down at halftime, he is one in seven. Ooh. Down by any margin. One any margin. Yep, that's right. Was so it last week? Was my, his first one? Was last week no, his he first? Was, he was, they were up last week. I oh, okay. Sure. It had, okay, okay. It was actually Indianapolis earlier this year where it was the only time where he has come back from being down at half. So here's my value standpoint. If it is either a slight lead, like a three-point lead, or you have some type of value to where it's, it's, you're getting close to money line value on that second half to where that means that all Baltimore has to do is win the game and you don't have to lay that many points, there is huge value on Baltimore because you know that he has such a high percentage when leading at half. Now, if he's up by 13 points and they still have to cover like a six or seven point spread, well, obviously you're not going to get value there due to the opening line being plus three. But if it's close to where the, the opening line is and they're up at half, I would strongly suggest betting Baltimore uh, for that second-half spread. And I also like them, really, to tell you the truth, now that you bring it up, I like them in the first half on the plus one. I mean, if it stays that way uh, in regards yeah. to Baltimore and the run with the plus one. Um, and really the one I was going to ask you about uh, really is on Sunday. Of course, you know, the the Kansas City and uh, 
you know. What is that, um, like a double digit? Yeah, that's a double digit, but really has to be the one. That's why I said I would, if you asked me what's the most money coming in this weekend, I would have said that there's a lot of people. Kansas City. Well, not Kansas City. I would have still said Kansas Tampa City. because I think there's a lot of people that are going to be, uh, especially the public and the casual better, that's going to be back in time with points, uh, you know, catching three points in a playoff game right. on, on the road. That's that's what I see. What are you seeing in regards to that with the uh, Saints and the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks game? Well, this kind of goes back to the theme that we've been talking about all season and, and what we just talked about at the opening of the show, too, is that when that number got down to three, there was a lot of sharp action coming in on, on um, New Orleans. So the public, it's kind of like mirroring uh, the, the Green Bay uh, game there where people, the Sharps are taking the value um, at the key number. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets past that, you see them laying off. So kind of the same thing. Now, I, I am going to preference this. I am a Saints hater. Um, I have been that <laughs> all, all season. I, I think that, yeah, well, that, that's true. But, and, but it's also – that offense to me is just not explosive. So They, they didn't impress me last week, James. It, I wasn't it, impressed it, against them against the Bears. I really wasn't. Well, well let me tell you this. If, that, if uh, Memes catches that ball, the game's – I mean, it's not – It's a different game. Different. I'm not saying they're going to win that game, but it, it does put a little bit more pressure on the offense rather than just coasting like they have. And exactly. I thought the Bears were the better team for majority of that first half. Second half's a different story, but majority of the first half, I need to look at the yards per play. But they were they were hanging in there, and it wasn't like like you said, Rudy. New Orleans did not impress me. But my whole thing about them is is that they're not explosive. And Sarkeesian, who is now the head coach of Texas, he's college coach, but he, he was in the NFL for a while. He always says it's so hard, no matter what level you are at to get a team to do 12 straight plays in one drive together. It's hard to get them to do it without screwing up or having something go wrong. You need explosive plays, and that's the name of the game in football, in college, in high school, and in the NFL. And the, the, the Breeze and the Saints just don't have it. They rank, I think, 25th when looking at yards uh, per pass attempt and explosive rating uh, on those yards per pass attempt. So I'm just not sold on them. I do know sharp money is coming in on New Orleans, so that's probably going to be a game that us, the sharp side, is going to lay off, though. Mm. Um, if you like, if, Same thing, though. If you like Tampa Bay um, and you can get that hook at three, get it. But if you like New Orleans, take the three now because that's probably going to be the best number you're going to get. Mm. And real quick, because we got almost out of time, can Cleveland muck it up enough to keep it under? Here's my thing, all right? So Kansas City and Cleveland, their defensives both – struggle in the things that Kansas City and Cleveland do well. So Kansas City, they are awful against the run, okay, just completely Mm. terrible against the run. Now, they rank, I think, bottom five when you come to explosive rushing and passing success, or and rushing success. So both rushing success and explosive rush plays, Kansas City ranks in the bottom five. They have gone against the third easiest strength of schedule when measuring rushing attacks. So they're awful against the rush against bad rushing teams. And the same thing can be said for Cleveland. They're in the bottom five when measuring explosive pass plays, and they've faced the second easiest passing schedule in the NFL. So in my mindset, I think that, one, if the Browns have a chance to cover this, they got to come out and smack KC in the mouth. KC starters haven't played in three weeks, okay? They've been sitting on their butt watching everybody uh, have great performances, uh, especially the Browns. And they, if Cleveland wants to come out and cover the 10, they need to, to do it in the first and second quarter. I think this game's going to go over just because of all the reasons I just said. I think that both these defenses are going to struggle. Um, Cleveland's a great team. I mean, the Baker's played great in the past couple weeks. 
uh, Chubb and Hunt are dynamic back there. Uh, and they have the head coach uh-huh. finally back on the sidelines. So I think it's going to go over. I think it's at 55 right now. That's probably going to be something on the card just for the reasons we said. Um, but as far as covering it, if, if Cleveland has a chance to cover this, I don't think it's a back door. I think they got to come out hot in the first and second quarter. I agree. Before we get you out of here real quick because we're up against it, what's the promo code you came up with? I know you say that you were going to give our listeners uh, some so, free picks. How do they go so, about getting that? So I had a stinker on the show last week, so so we're making it up to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um since we had an awful performance there. It was a blowout loser from the gates. Go on sharpsidesports.com or follow us. Go on our Twitter, uh, sharpsidesports at all social medias, and use the code SGEFREE. That's going to get you uh, literally 100% off anything for the weekend package. So if you want to get football, VIP, basketball, whatever you want to get, it's going to give you free access for the entire weekend. Um, So hopefully we can cash in on some of these divisional bets. All right, man. All right, James, man. Appreciate you. Good luck this weekend, man. Good luck to you guys this weekend, all right? Yeah, good luck to you too. Thanks. All right. All right, man. So that's it. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, I definitely like that that, – that Baltimore, that first half oh, plus okay. one. But, uh, yeah, the Saints and Tampa, I'll be interested to see the money that backs on uh, Tampa coming in after the dust settles because I think that's going to be a lot of public on Tampa with Tom with points. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. They do great things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so keep it moving in regards to the nightcap. I believe it's the last game on the weekend. And, And real quick, you know, with the Chiefs, and the Kansas City. I don't want to run over that game. I think I am excited to see. I kind of agree with James on that. I think this is a situation. I mean, they're a double-digit dog, which is 10. And nine times out of 10, when that line sits at 10, that kind of goes, leans to the underdog, uh, whether it's a backdoor but cover. You just mean to just cover, right. not win. But, right, okay. but, but I do feel that what James said, I kind of agree. Like, if they're going to cover that, they're going to come out you know, aggressive and kind of hang with them. Now, this is the thing I will say about Kansas City, which I've said I all year. I think they have an opportunity to limit Patrick Mahomes' possessions. Uh, I don't do. know if they can stop Patrick, but they can limit his if possessions. If they keep that offense off the field. Right. But keep in mind, they're, they are coming off a bye week, but you got to remember. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Remember, prior to that, they set a few key starters. So they haven't really played in two weeks. And I've seen that work Really, I've seen that work in negative ways over the history of the NFL and a lot of few and teams. And keep in mind, all three mm. playoff games last year, Texans, mm-hmm. Titans, 49ers, they had to come from behind. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to slow start again this playoffs, but they had slow starts every playoff game last year. They ended yeah. up winning the Super Bowl, so you can't knock it. But 
At some point, that catches up to you. The intriguing thing is, you got two quarterbacks from Texas has played in the Texas college level with you know Tech. Oh, Mahomes said he's a hell. He got me in college. Well, yeah, but you also know what Mahomes alluded to is like, yeah, because he kind of said the talent that he played with. So he kind of threw that in there, which is true. Baker had more talents around him in college than Patrick Mahomes did, but now Patrick turned to favor, you know, on the Kansas City with his riches of toys he's got. But I think also you got a motivated Cleveland team, and you still got people, their peers, like Claypool and those guys, uh, discounting their victory last week and saying they're going to be gone this week. They're going to be exits. So I think Baker's that type. He's been like that ever since OU, Texas Tech. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. I do agree with you. If you get a heavy dose of Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you can keep their offense kind of off the field. But I Kareem think going to be I, running like a madman. But this is the thing. With the teams left, and I would say probably outside of possibly uh, – well, I think even outside of the Saints on a neutral field – but Kansas City, you're going to have to hope that they're on their B game, B plus maybe, and you're going to have to be on your A game to kind of beat them in four quarters. But remember, this isn't trying to defeat Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson four out of seven times. This is one Good given point. Sunday and for 60 minutes of four quarters. Now, I will tell you this also. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things – you know, that I feel that Cleveland's going to have to do to make this game competitive is Miles Garrett, the defensive line, they're really going to have to dominate and make Patrick Mahomes do what Patrick Mahomes do and make a lot of different plays under distress. Um, that's what they're going to have to do, and they're going to have to do a decent job of stopping the run, and they're going to have to keep that offense off the field. Now, for the granddaddy of them all, um, a well, combined t- age of almost 90 years old, this at the, the quarterback, at the quarterback position. Well, this is the collision course that a lot of people thought was going to happen in the NFC at some time, especially Tom showing up in the division. You know, Sean Payton was on his press conference yesterday, and he just hey, this whole thing, a team beating the team three out of time. He goes, I've done the studies. He goes, you look at it, it's about six percent. He goes, I never really bought too much into it. So that lets me know he's already telling his team they don't think you can beat these guys. They don't even think you can do that. Um, Tom Brady, um, and one thing you pushed in the docket. You said that Tom Brady uh, gets to the NFC Championship game. It's an accomplishment. It's um, that, that's we praise Joe Montana for it. No, we no 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 no. We're that. not gonna change. No, no you no. talk about moving the goalposts. No. Look, for years no. I've not just you, and it ain't even just you. Not just you. Everybody and their mama for for decades now has said, man, Joe Montana went to the Kansas City Chiefs and got to the AFC Championship. Can you believe he did that at his age? Tom's older. If he gets to the NFC Championship, I want us to keep that same energy for him that we have for Joe. We're we going to keep that same energy. That's a because good, we, nice praise, try. we praise Joe for that. Nice but, then, try. but we're not going to praise Tom for nice it? Nice try. That's what a do go, you mean? That's a go-go gadget. How's that, but why are you moving the goalposts? Because post? it's not moving the goalposts. First of all, what, what, what was Kansas City? Who did Kansas City have when Joe Montana went over there? I know back then you were but you weren't really no, diving in the field. No, don't but do no, that. because how are you gonna sit there and say a guy that tells us it's nothing about Super Bowls? He went to the next exit door out left Foxborough when he claimed that he didn't have enough weapons. If he gets to it, the it, NFC oh, championship, no. that's an accomplishment. No, I'm not first of all, I'm not gonna no, not too many people get to the conference championship. So that's, I'm not gonna that's argue. Okay. That's an accomplishment. But this all is I not said where was that's an accomplishment. That's not where you're coming from, man. I, that's not <laughs> that, and that's why I don't want to have this argument because it makes <laughs> it seem like I know how hard it is to get to the conference. 
conference championship in the NFL. What's so wrong with make saying it. that? No, man, because Tom went to the next exit right building <laughs> out of Foxborough because he didn't have enough weapons. What are you talking about, man? He landed with 2,000-yard receivers in Evans. And uh, what's my other name? What's my other guy over there? His other receiver? Oh, uh, uh, Come on, brain Goodwin. fart. Goodwin. Yeah. Goodwin and Evans, 1,000-yard receiver. Oh, by the way, you had a bunk sleepover with you and Giselle to get Antonio Brown right, and you <laughs> had the franchise matter. You had the what franchise hostage to go get Antonio Brown. You have LeGarrette Bunt they went and got. Yeah, you got your guy that you came out of retirement, Gronk. No, man, because at the end of the day, he chose. He told New England and Belichick, look, you don't – which I'm not saying he was right. I mean, that he was wrong. But he left New England because he didn't have enough weapons. So let's see what he could do with weapons. No, it's not. And right, what, look, in the, in the, in the Joe sense, Montana. You're trying to make it known. No, Joe Montana, Marcus Allen, Willie Davis, Marcus Jonathan Allen washed up. Go ahead. Neil Smith, Derek Thomas. Come on, man. No. Come on, man. No, stop you, it. you stop. Stop. Hey, you it. named the I defensive did, I player Derek Thomas. I four Hall no, of Famers. Man. Marcus Allen was already washed up and basically <laughs> done running through the Kardashians and, and them and everything else, man. And then also probably uh, diddling behind OJ's back. Yeah, who, what, who's, so, who's going to the Hall of Fame on Tampa's team? Nobody. And nobody you don't know. You don't know that Antonio Brown ain't going to the Hall of Fame. Maybe he's ruined it, but he's Hall of Fame. All Mike I'm, say, all is the, still all I'm saying started? is, all I'm saying no, is, man. it's an accomplishment no. if he gets to the NFC Championship. It's an accomplishment if he. I might give you that if he gets. I'm not saying he's got to win it this year because Tom's playing two years. Yeah. So I'm not said, saying he's got to win hard. it. You said it was hard to, to to do it in one uh, year. No. So we can't we can't put I'm not win it say all. It's an accomplishment, not the way the team's structured. I'm sorry. They're not structured as the best team. They're not the Rams or Green Bay. They don't have the best roster. They offensively, they were their, their defensive challenge. 50. I don't care. Drew Brees is, is, is almost 50. Drew Brees has missed tw- how many games of time? Missed the, the two games. Who has the, the best roster years? in an NFC? It's either the Rams or Green Bay. If you're talking about complete team, yes, right. but I'm talking about what Tom can control. Tom has more weapon. He has, and first of all, I'm sorry, the guy that he's playing against is Drew Brees, played out without the second best receiver in the league for all season except two games. Uh, is Mike Evans even playing? I think Mike is going to try to give it a okay, go. Okay, because I know. Okay, because I, I don't think he played that. And on that, on Tampa Bay, on their side, who's basically, they've been running amok down there with that governor in Florida. But in Tampa Bay, who's got the Rona? What players have Tom been set up the Rona? Alvin Kamara is coming out of a 14-day quarantine with Kyrie Yo, Irving. Kamara with the played corona. last week. But Knock he still had Corona. There's legal, legal effects to that. Like, come hey, on, man. Hey, if Tom wins this game, he solidifies himself as de- it's a I don't huge, think he needs to solidify huge, anymore. It's a with huge the accomplishment, bro. Nobody, no, and, no. And, and we're, not gonna, we're not going to move the goalposts. You know what? I'm going to tell you this, man. I'm going to give All you right. a Hulk Hogan body slam off the double buck rope <laughs> when we get back. That's what I'm going to do, man. Or the Undertaker, one of the two. Shout out to my WWE guys out Ultimate there. Ultimate warrior over Listen here. Listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Um, okay, 
This next segment, before I get into that, this next segment right. is going to be presented by Integrity Advisors Agency by Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese, he has now opened Integrity Advisors Agency, LLC, and he's fully a virtual insurance broker. Not only can he find you the best product, but now he can make sure he gives you the best prices out there as well. With no hassle, he represents over 30 carriers for auto, home, business, and life insurance. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. Again, that's 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency, Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Run. You know why I'm calling hogwashing on you on that too is because for the opposite guy, like when 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 they forced that situation and Anthony Davis went with LeBron, what did you say? He's got to win it all. It's it's like it's, it's totally like, like you didn't know it's not totally different. It's it's, it's, it's different how is it different? Because Tom Brady was a free agent. And they told him, we're not going to pay you a no, lot. No, do you know what Anthony the difference da- is? No, Anthony Davis was crying. Yo. Anthony Davis was crying. Give me out of here. No. Don't know you know what the difference do. is when I usually throw that at you? You always oh, say, no. well, I'm talking about LeBron. We ain't talking about the GOAT. I'll say this because LeBron, because LeBron, we told him to go. Tom is well, already Tom solidified. Is the goat. He's solidified. Right. I understand that. He's, so a, my, he's an OG. So, so, so we're going to hold it to LeBron different. LeBron con- isn't. Look, it is an accomplishment getting to the conference championship game. Thank but you. That's, that's it. Not, that's, it. That's, that's not what that's you're trying to do. What am you're, I trying to do? Because you're still, you've got this gauge going on with Tom's accomplishment versus what Bill is better doing right now. That. Who's who? Who came with a butter knife? Who has to rebuild for everything? <laughs> Tom went out the back door. You give give Bill give Bill first, the, the, give Bill that receiving out. core and with that in those type of times. So first and of all, that, first of all, Tom got to win Sunday first. And Bill had six starters opt out. Which That's I'll tell you this problem. too in the NFL, be watching out for this because you're going to have probably more guys. Use that opt out even for the upcoming season. That's a whole discussion for another re, uh, another show. But no, man, I, that's why when I saw the doc, I was like, here he goes. Like, no, I'm not. Look, he's there's 90 years of age combined at the quarterback position on the field. Two of these guys are going to own the record books when they're said and done. Speaking of Drew, and I think people in that locker room in the 504, they know this is it for Drew. They know everything. Everything they've been through from from so, from from the from the uh, Blake shooting comments to a riff in the locker room from Drew being unsensitive to now Drew getting out with collapsed lungs and broken ribs. You gotta understand the Saints have lost their last three playoff games on like the last possession of the game of, yes. of the game. You know, and not only that, I think Drew Brees. If we go back to, I think was it uh, who got him out last year? Was it the Vikings? Who who took out the Saints last year? <sighs> last year was. I know the year before was a horrible call with the Rams, the but who who, who got him last year? I don't know. I, I think it was remember. Minnesota. It was they lost to Minnesota, didn't they? No. Are Minnesota you sure didn't about make that? the playoffs last year. Who oh, is it they? that beat that? Who beat them in the playoffs? I can't remember. Because he had a he had a bad game. He had, a, he had a bad game. Minnesota was Stephon Diggs at right. the buzzer. I thought they then played the him Rams. Again. Who did they get last? Then year? last year San Francisco went to the title. Was it Green Bay? Was it San Fran? I can't remember. Who did? It, it was the Vikings. I don't know why I argue with you when it comes to football. Well, I knew, when I but eat I knew the Vikings with Stefan Diggs when too. Stuff, but last like, year yeah. wasn't on the last play of the game. My my my, my head gets cloudy. My my memory. Oh, well, what you gonna say? Tom goes to Super Bowl. Then it was on the last play because it was in overtime. Oh, can I do this segment, please? <laughs> I like the, at the at the end of what the day. What you gonna what say I'm if we go to, to the Super Bowl? 
I'm gonna say that. Hey, the what are you gonna say? It tips off. He's the go. He's the go. All right. That's what, that's what I'm gonna say. If you go to Super Bowl, this ain't the conference champion. But I'm not sitting there. Oh, if he just wins this game and beats them for the finally for the third try in one season. Do you know how season, hard it is to get the NFC Championship game? Not if you can be the GM and you control who you want over and not, and they cater the office to you. Not like you that, got, dog. You're moving the goalposts like no, Pittsburgh. I'm not. Three no, I'm, I told wins. you, I'm judging both. I'm judging Tom off for two years in Tampa. If he if he doesn't win this game, or let's say he beats the Saints, but he loses against Green Bay and the Rams, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, hey, it's a failure. No. I told you he's playing two more. He's playing this year. He's coming back next year. I'm going to judge him off of the whole thing. I mean, this is a year when nobody had OTAs. If I told you I thought this Super hurt Bowl, them the most. Bill needed him more. That's what his argument stems from. I disagree with that because I guarantee you, and to, if Tom could go win the Super Bowl, he could beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. And if Bill wins a Super Bowl within three years, that trumps well, that's well, that trumps ain't. even more than that. We don't know that. It, I mean, because for one, it might be health. He might be burnt out. Like, stop it, man. No. Like, but but you sticking see, back to this yeah, Saints game, where are we going? I just feel that with this particular matchup. You know, three times you see a team, three times. To me, this really falls on Todd Bowles, which I think is getting a job interview somewhere. But Todd Bowles and his defense. All I know is we let a guy that was pretty much, I don't know, he he had a fantasy football team. The guy that basically played Ooh. quarterback for Washington football team last week, four, year, four weeks ago he had Russell Wilson and somebody else in his uh, starting fantasy football game. He was working. All I know is I saw that guy come in and throw over almost 300 yards on Tampa's defense. That's all That's I'm saying, fair. and I love Todd Bowles, and I'm not. They're due to have a game. I mean, they got beat 43 to zero on a primetime game. I hope they come in the 504 with their hair on no, fire. No, you've already blood drew your line in the sand. You said the one team they can't run into is the Saints, and so I stick to you don't them. get the teeter totter. No, we're not teeter totter. Okay. I think You're I don't see the them Saints. beating them this year. Okay. Yeah, I got the Saints winning this game. Listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. A couple things before we uh, get out of here. Uh, first off, we got some uh, breaking news. Uh, Von Miller. What happened? Um, he's basically... Um, According to a lot of reports, the uh, Parker Police Department Uh is he's under a criminal investigation, borderline a warrant out for uh, his arrest for the most part. They won't speak detail on the charges under criminal investigation. Some reports already is basically centering around some form of domestic violence. So Von Miller, of what we talked about this a week or two ago, his situation with his back and forth from uh, his ex-girlfriend, now this, and the reason why this is big news because this is on Hill with a new GM coming into town that you've got an 18 point some million dollar. A year. Uh, well, it's just one of those things where I would love to see him retire a Bronco, but, um, you know, he's, it's 18 million. I mean, he's just missed the whole season. They were automatically going to ask him to restructure. He hasn't wanted to comment, but then you have this going on, which in the trickle down effect could lead into some type of suspension. Uh, but yeah, that's a story that uh, to be developing over the weekend. 
And number two, um, we didn't get a chance too much to get into it, but the uh, Spurs came up short last yeah. night uh, for the Houston Rockets. Still had a good um, time, Juan Keldon. I was happy for I'm happy for Christian Wood, man. Um, he balled out last night, but you know his story. You know with his girlfriend leaving him on draft him. night, yeah. and then to get that money. I'm gonna be. I'll be. I'm a Christian Wood fan from here mm. on out. I didn't like the Spurs losing that game. You know, I told you. You know, it's about getting better every day. As I don't have championship uh, aspirations for this particular team, but we got but, playoffs, but, the, so. but those games, you know, no wall, no cousin, no no Harden. I like to win. I like to win those games. But they gonna, got Houston again tomorrow at four, and then Monday, Dame Lillard. Oh, Dame, Dame. Yeah, because he got he got into it with a media member the other night. He was like, hey, "Weren't you the one that said? Then you tweet that Bill and Westbrook were better backcourt than me and CJ." You don't think that now, do you? (laughs) Damn, go get some hardware, man. Get to the fight. Get to June. Instead of vacationing in June, play in June. Hey, leave Dame alone, man. Play in June. Okay, Mr. Loyalty. And also, um, you know, speaking of that, uh, in regards to Spurs. You're going to have Chiefs, Ravens, and you got Saints, Green Bay. Thanks to Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay had a close one, but not shocked if Rams go in there and get that one. I I really feel that one. Green Bay, I got Chiefs, Buffalo. Be careful on that Chiefs one. Speaking of the uh, of the Spurs, we this is the longest we've had in going with the young. Like we haven't heard a Jazz report. Where's Jazz? Anybody heard from Jazz? She tweets me here and, and there. she has tweeted like, but, no, but it has been a while though, right? Okay. So it's been a minute. We're seeing what we fall for, Jazz, and you ain't called in I yet. Know. I mean, this is a young <laughs> team. I'm excited for it, and you've gone AWOL. Anyway, all right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks to producers of the show, Rudy J, myself, Calvin, Sam Spin, the one and twos, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people of the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off next Monday before you hit the snooze button, before you're out the rack, ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all Tuesday. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeservices.com